Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Guess how much Ubisoft has done to address abuse in the workplace? If you said nothing, you'd be right. For July 29th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, the U.S. government is looking into Facebook's domination of the VR market, and we'll take a look back at some of the biggest gaming news stories from this past week. This week marks the one-year anniversary of the internal group A Better Ubisoft coming out in solidarity with the workers and Activision Blizzard. To refresh your memory, A Better Ubisoft penned their own letter to Ubisoft demanding changes at the company. Though it seems Ubisoft has done absolutely nothing in the last year to meet A Better Ubisoft's demands. A better Ubisoft tweeted out yesterday, it's one year to the day that we signed our open letter to Ubisoft management calling for far more action to tackle abuse and setting out four key demands. None of our demands have been met. Along with key demands not being met, a better Ubisoft added a list of statistics showing a larger exodus at Ubisoft than we all expected. With 25% of the employees who have signed a better Ubisoft's open letter having quit the company entirely. Of those who quit, 60% of the pronouns used by those individuals were he and him, 39% were the pronouns she and her, and 1% were the pronouns they and them. With a better Ubisoft coming to the conclusion that, quote, women represent just 25.4% of our global workforce, which means that we are massively disproportionately losing women who signed our open letter calling for more action to tackle abuse. A better Ubisoft finishes their Twitter thread going over their key demands, which are, again, number one, stop promoting and moving known offenders from studio to studio, team to team, with no repercussions. The cycle needs to end. 
Number two, we want a collective seat at the table to have a meaningful say in how Ubisoft as a company moves forward from here. Three, cross-industry collaboration to agree on a set of ground rules and processes that all studios can use to handle these offenses in the future. And four, this collaboration must heavily involve employees and non-management positions and union representatives. At the end of the day, it may look like Activision Blizzard is constantly the studio that doesn't do anything to help its employees. However, Ubisoft and many others have proven that the gaming industry as a whole has a problem with sexual harassment and gender discrimination. While some studios are still hoping to keep their skeletons in their closet, I have a feeling we'll be seeing more employees stand up for their rights, especially if the unionization effort continues. On the heels of Meta's disastrous earning call, showing that Meta as a whole is operating at a loss for the first time since 2012, along with the price hike for the MetaQuest 2 VR headset, Meta can add getting sued by the Federal Trade Commission to their plate. On Wednesday, the FTC filed an injunction against Meta for Meta's attempt to acquire the VR startup company Within Limited, who's behind the VR workout application Supernatural. In a press release, the FTC called Meta's actions, quote, an illegal acquisition to expand Meta's virtual reality empire. It seems weird that the FTC is going after Meta first out of all the potentially monopolizing acquisitions that have happened in this year alone, though I wasn't aware of just how much of the VR market Meta is currently holding on to. As of 2020, Meta controlled 62% of the market for VR headset sales. And in the first quarter of 2021, the Oculus VR headset accounted for 75% of the total VR headset sales. Which means that out of four VR headsets sold, three of them would be a Meta product, either an Oculus or a MetaQuest headset. FTC Bureau of Competition Deputy Director John Newman commented on Meta's potential acquisition of Within Limited, saying, quote, Instead of competing on the merits, Meta is trying to buy its way to the top. Meta already owns a best-selling virtual reality fitness app, and it has the capabilities to compete even more closely with Within's popular Supernatural app. But Meta chose to buy market position instead of earning it on its merits. This is an illegal acquisition, and we will pursue all appropriate relief. If the FTC is successful in blocking this acquisition, it could have a lasting effect in the gaming industry. Though I have my doubts that this injunction against Meta will have any bearing on the current consolidation in the gaming market, like Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. While Microsoft has been buying up huge studios left and right, Microsoft doesn't have a noticeable monopoly in the console market like Meta does in the VR headset market. And that seems to be the driving factor for the FTC to regulate consolidation in the gaming industry. So unless Microsoft goes after, let's say, Nintendo or Sony, we probably won't see the FTC crack down inside of the gaming industry. 
All right, it's Friday, and this is normally where we check out some podcast reviews, either from Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Audible, but unfortunately, we have no new reviews this week. So please head on over to one of those two marketplaces and leave us a little review so that we can read it here on Fridays, just before the Friday replay. All right, we'll be back in just a moment with some of the biggest gaming news from this week with the Friday replay. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The last couple of times I've had the opportunity to cover the Entertainment Software Association, it's been about E3 canceling or reviving multiple times this year. But this time around, I get to talk about the ESA's business, along with the real economic costs of E3's absence. For those that don't know what the ESA is, other than the company behind E3, the ESA is a Washington, D.C.-based lobbying group for 30 of the most powerful game developers on the planet, which includes Tencent, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. The ESA also runs the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, or the ESRB, which determines the U.S. age rating for games. I explain all of this because Axios put out a report on the ESA's tax filings for 2020, which shows that the ESA lost 25% of its revenue for 2020 due to canceling E3, amounting to a $10 million decline compared to 2019. Which explains why the ESA is partnering with ReadPop to revive the dead $10 million cash cow that is E3. However, regardless of E3's success or failure in 2023, the Entertainment Software Association will still be a thing. I say that because the ESA is still a powerful political tool for the U.S. gaming industry. One of the most recent examples of the ESA's lobbying power is the right to repair bill that passed in New York, which does allow people to legally fix their own consumer electronics, with the exception of video game consoles. And confirmed by Axios, the ESA argued for that exception in the New York right to repair bill by saying, quote, it presents unique security and piracy risks to the video game ecosystem. Though the ESA does lobby for better causes when it benefits the gaming industry. Notably, the ESA lobbied for visas for immigrant game developers and esports athletes, along with backing the Obama-era legislation DACA. Now, look, at the end of the day, the Entertainment Software Association is just a corporate lobbying group designed to protect the gaming industry from government regulation. So it's interesting to find out that E3 is 25% of the ESA's revenue. 
However, I find it infinitely more interesting to find out what the ESA is doing for that other 75% of their revenue. Breaking on Monday, the third U.S. gaming industry union has officially been recognized. The 13-member Los Angeles-based VR studio Tender Claws has formed the Tender Claws Human Union, which was voluntarily recognized by the Tender Claw management. Speeding up the unionization process, foregoing what Raven Software had to do, like holding a union vote and petitioning the National Labor Relations Board. Tender Claws co-founders Danny Cannizzaro and Samantha Gorman issued a statement on the newly formed union saying, quote, We've worked hard over the years to make Tender Claws a supportive place to work where employees have the flexibility they need to pursue their own artistic and commercial endeavors, learn new skills, and repeatedly return to work together. The Tender Claws Human Union will no doubt have a positive impact both within and beyond our walls, and we are thrilled to recognize and work with the union, collaborating to make Tender Claws the best working environment it can be. The biggest takeaway from this statement is the positive impact beyond their walls, because six months ago, I was pleading with the U.S. gaming industry to unionize. Six months later, we have three officially recognized unions in three studios, and Blizzard Albany is currently starting the process for a fourth. With more unions forming in the gaming industry, the easier unionization becomes. So congratulations to the workers at Tender Claws, and hopefully this trend of game studios unionizing will continue. Last Friday, women in the gaming industry won a landmark victory. The class-action lawsuit that was filed against League of Legends maker Riot Games in 2018 has come to a $100 million settlement. The initial class-action lawsuit filed in California accused Riot Games of widespread gender discrimination. The parties in 2019 agreed to settle then for $10 million before the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing stepped in, which led to Riot to agree to this larger settlement back in December of 2021. And that brings us to last Friday, where the judge in California on this case finally approved the settlement. Now, unlike the Activision Blizzard settlement, Riot is issuing payments of thousands to tens of thousands of dollars to over a thousand women who were full-time employees or contractors since 2014. One of the plaintiffs, former Riot developer Jess Negron, commented on the settlement saying, quote, My hope is that this serves as a wake-up call for the whole industry. We've set a precedent that the sexist behavior that runs rampant at gaming companies is unacceptable. And when companies are unwilling to address it themselves in a meaningful way, women have options to get justice. Companies everywhere in and out of gaming need to do some deep self-reflection and be proactive about being better. And I second Negron's hope that this victory will set a precedent because gender discrimination has been an issue plaguing the gaming industry since the very beginning. And after 50-plus years of this behavior being the status quo, Negron sums it up well by finishing her statement with, quote, Women have reached our boiling point, and we're done asking nicely for change. 
Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported some more news on Rockstar Games along with their new title, Grand Theft Auto 6, yesterday. Schreier describes the next Grand Theft Auto as a Bonnie and Clyde playable movie, with two playable characters, one being a female Latina and the other being an undisclosed male, which seems to be one of a few things that Rockstar is doing to combat their frat boy workplace culture. Schreier continues his report by going over some of the changes that have come to Rockstar internally. After the 2018 report from Kotaku on the brutal crunch staff weathered to finish Red Dead Redemption 2, Rockstar changed. In 2020, Rockstar instituted a flexible work schedule for developers and has lengthened development to reduce the need for overtime. Hence the reason Grand Theft Auto 6 isn't released yet, despite being in some sort of development since 2014. Rockstar is also trying to change the culture in its games, too. The female Latina main character seems to be one of the ways Rockstar is changing Grand Theft Auto 6 to move past its misogynistic past. Though we've already seen some of the changes from Rockstar on this front. With the Grand Theft Auto 5 port to the next generation of consoles, Rockstar quietly removed some of the transphobic content that was in the 2013 original release. While I appreciate the effort Rockstar is putting into changing its workplace culture, I can already hear the screaming horde of incels whining about how Rockstar is going woke. And all I gotta say to you sniveling pieces of shit is cope. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you're subscribed so you can come back on Monday for even more video game news. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. Did you like checking out my WDET segment on gaming last week? Well, we've got another one for you this week. A link will be in today's show description. Talking all about gamer charities, and I even got to sit down with Professor Broman. Check it out. The link is in today's show description. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.